get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 186 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Yep, yep. And it's a cold motherfucker. It is. God, a little, damn. A little, nip, a little nippy it's today. It's cold in a motherfucker. All right, damn, it's cold in a motherfucker. <laughs> Man, I went to lunch today and came out from this place I was eating, fucking flurries and shit. Drive back to my job, which is literally maybe four minutes away. Set in the car for like 10 minutes on the phone. Got out. It was sunny and a good 10 degrees warmer. <laughs> but then it dropped totally down again. Like, man, Michigan is uh, is on some shit. Um, hey, but, but I ain't complaining, though. But, this has yeah, been the best winter exactly. of my life. Exactly. <laughs> it's definitely been the best winter uh, that I can remember ever. It's got to be the best winter in, like, Michigan history, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you have a 50-degree 50, 50 day and then have a 28-degree day, like, the next day or in the same day. But, but man, we had the fifty degree day, right? So, exactly. You know, but we had the fifty degree day, and it ain't really snowed. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even afraid of jinxing it by saying that because I'm like, it's January. By the time y'all hear this, what tenth? Like, I, I can't even. I can't be mad. Like January tenth, we ain't had an actual real snowfall. Like, with no real reason to believe we gonna have one anytime soon. Like, it has been. I, I can deal with uh, it just being cold. Like, I, I mean, how much time I mean, do I spend outside? Like, <laughs> I can deal with it. Yeah, and I, and I mean, it's Michigan. It's, it's no real huge complaints to me about. Damn, it's cold. But I'm like, no fucking snow. I was chatting somebody jokingly saying they was pissed because they got the uh, snowblower fix to use this year. Man, I ain't even thought about my fucking snowblower. And, that, right. I, and hopefully that bitch can stay put up. Right, yeah. Like, so what if you got it fixed? Like, I'd rather not use it. Like, oh, okay, well, now my uh, sidewalk ain't got no snow on it. All right, well, yeah. enjoy your 40-minute ride to work then. Dude, and, and, and it's funny you say that because that just increases my up to like an hour when it's fucking crazy snow out and shit. Yeah. So I ain't looking forward to that at all. So, yeah, shout out to Michigan for this I hope it uh, don't happen. Crazy. I feel like that. And I don't even hope it don't happen because I hate snow or anything like that. I hope it don't happen just because I feel like that would be like one of the biggest and most interesting stories in Michigan history. That we didn't get the winter of 2018-19 where we didn't have no snow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, we've man, gotten bullshit on the grass and shit or, you know, yeah. but for the most part, we've and been it, pretty and even that was only dry. like once was the yeah. night of the fight the fight party that I had and then yeah. a little bit of snow today. Like, and and it, nothing, was, it didn't stick. It was no. there. I think it was maybe one time before that that I could think of, but other than that, we've been uh, we've been pretty good. Yeah, so. nothing you can't drive in. So I'm like, nah. shit, this is straight. I'll nice. take it. Yep. So other than that, man, we been uh, and so like every year, I start the year trying to get my life together and <laughs> so forth, and you know, failing. <laughs> so far, so good. This is usually like the breaking point where you know, like. January 9th is the breaking point. It's early. Usually, <laughs> I, usually like, Fuck I, I this. give up pretty quick sometime, <laughs> man, the last few years. and so. But I'm, I've been feeling real determined this year, so we'll see. But, uh, you know, it's like once you re- start restricting yourself, you start having the thoughts of all kind of fucking shit, dog. Like, I wanted to stop at White Castle so fucking bad yesterday, <laughs> dog. And I was just like, man, let me take my black ass home. Yeah, well. 
Glad that you've been glad you've been able to show some restraint. So, how is the uh, amazing, <laughs> amazing? So, best sandwich I ever had in my life. Last week they didn't. I went to Arby's by my job and they didn't have it. God damn! And I didn't even see it on. Is it like is it advertised before it there? God, and the, and the Arby's you go to? on them mama. <laughs> you can channel channel his best webby. Is it was it advertisement on the Arby's for that sandwich? I have not seen advertising at all. I saw a Facebook ad, and it wasn't from Arby's. It was from, like, one of those food pages, like Food Beast or some yeah. shit like that. It was like, Arby's, five meat stack. I'm now like, let me say, fuck? I don't know for certain if they didn't, because I didn't ask, but I didn't see it nowhere. I didn't either. And the uh, the cashier, she like she had an attitude anyway, so I just got something off the menu, and then that was it. But I didn't see it nowhere, and I'm thinking, like, maybe it will select locations and it's gone now. Because I know it did say for a limited time. So I'm like, well, maybe it's gone and shit. But the fact, you just got one a day. So yeah, it's it ain't like, going nowhere. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it ain't going nowhere, but it's still around. Yeah. But that's, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so it's like, just thinking of all the shit you want to eat and drink and shit. And I, my biggest thing is, well, one of my biggest problems is eating late after drinking and shit. Yeah. Every fucking time, dude. So. Um, and then so I'm trying to get after I left here after the podcast and be like, let me get 50 sliders. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I be rating the hell out the refrigerator, dog. As soon as I yeah. go back in the house and shit. But I'd have had a headache for the last fucking three hours, so I ain't even drinking. So I'm going to try not to go in the house and raid the refrigerator, just take my podcast to sleep, cry myself to sleep because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on some fat boy shit. Yeah, I'm thinking about. Um, I'm trying to decide if I want to try to cut way, way back or just cut it out all together and see how it goes. But I'm thinking about just stopping drinking, period, and just cutting it out all together. Cause In like, real life? Not forever, but like oh. for, I don't know, for a set period of time. Like I did it, uh, it was when I was living in California. So this was between 2008 and 2010. I did it for like a month. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. Like I thought it was going to be hard, but it wasn't. And I think part of the reason it wasn't is because I didn't have that many activities that I would associate with drinking. But, like, now it's like I don't know how to have a cigar without also having a drink. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know how that no, works. No, that's real. I mean, I've, I mean, I'm doing it now, but I've done it a few times where, where it's like I feel like I have to have something and, like, water doesn't do it. So it's like I either have coffee or pop or Something, but man, it's nothing like some good bourbon with a stick, dog. Yeah, that's why I'm like, man. So I'm like, do I have to like? How am I gonna do that? But like, I I know that like I'm trying to eat better, right? And I'm like doing a not so great job. I mean, I'm doing better, but like I'm not doing the best job in the world. I could I could be doing better. And I'm like, man, I feel like I'm gaining weight. And I'm like, why are you confused by this? Like every time you drink, you drink like a whole fucking bottle. And I'm like, I'm not proud of that yeah it's, like, it's definitely a moderation thing and that's that's the thing for me is just pork control moderation and shit and that's the biggest problems i have and so forth so you know i'm trying to get that together portions like, moderations my shit ain't got to be the healthiest but it's healthier than the shit i probably would have ate i absolutely guarantee that if i stopped drinking for a month i'd probably lose 20 pounds in that month i, I could like because um, imagine how many calories i take in in a single drinking session which probably happens three times a week, maybe four, depending on the week, but at least three when I'm here 
and then Friday and Saturday. And each time I I go through pretty much a whole bottle of whatever it is I drink. And if it's fucking like Crown Apple or some shit, that shit's sweet. Got all the calories, dog. That's just like seventy calories an ounce. So you multiplying that For shit by ounce? yeah. So multiply that by like. Uh, I think a fifth is like 20, I don't know, for the sake of math, we'll say 20, what would be an easy, easy, easy number to do? Uh, 21 ounces. So it's 70 ounce times What's 21 ounces. 1,400? Like 7 times 10 would be 700. So 20 would be 1,400. So 1,470 for 21 ounces. So like, and that's low. A fifth is like twenty five ounces. So we're talking about probably about sixteen hundred calories for a bottle. So like, and I, if I'm doing that in a day, and that's not even that's including like food, food, yeah. So it's shit. like that's a that's a strong day's worth of calories, period. And then just on drink, and that's if I don't mix with nothing, which I don't if I drink Crown Crown Apple. But like, I'm drinking Tito's or some shit like that. Same deal. Like I mix it with zero calorie pop, but it's like. Still, we're talking about 1,500 calories, dog, and just drinking, dog? Like, Yeah. I realized Monday, you know, I did well with lunch, you know, got my steps in, went to watch the uh, National Championship College game, and I was like, man, after, like, four bullet rides, I'm like, man, I didn't drink enough fucking – granted, I was drinking just straight liquor, straight liquor for the – and then I ended up having a beer that just ended it off, like – but fuck, I probably done killed all the little fucking steps I got and everything yeah, about a beer fucking will fuck beer. you. Yeah, beer. Beer's even worse than what I do. Beer no, is, beer's worse. Beer's and, calories and carbs. And there's two beers coming out tomorrow. Well, it came out this week that I want to get. So it's like, fuck. I just got to have one and, you know. So What's Hop Slam coming back? Tomorrow. Well, oh. it's it started this week. It started, so, uh, stores started to have it this week. Okay, because I know um, my father-in-law's friend always wants me to grab Hop Slam because it's Impossible to get in Canada. Yep, it starts this week. Okay, uh, so I'll see if I can grab them. Grab my six pack. Or they're something. starting. Uh, stores are so they shipped on the last Thursday to like this side of, of the state, and uh, places start showing up like yesterday. So you've seen it already, or you just know about it? I've seen it online. I haven't seen it in the okay. store yet, but I am stopping at the store tomorrow. So if you see it in the store, let me know so yeah. I can grab him a six pack if I find it. But like, yeah, I don't. Um, that's one of the main reasons I don't fuck with beer because I'm like, I already drink too much and then beer, you add in the carbs and then plus it make me sleepy. So I'm like, <laughs> I can't even really fuck with it like that. Yeah. But point being, if if I drink 1,500 calories in alcohol whenever I drink three times a week, 4,500 calories just in alcohol, not even food. Like that's like if I knock just that out alone, that's why I said I'm like I I probably dropped like 20 pounds because I'm not totally inactive, and I eat. I don't want to say bad, but I eat like. I don't eat good either. Like I eat like moderate, I'd say, but I feel like I keep gaining weight, and I'm like I'm gaining weight because I drink way more. This is the most I've ever drank in my life, not frequency, but in like quantity, like how mm. much I how much I am capable of drinking and still function. So like when you, uh. Who was that? It was Monica's brother that was over here when we was uh, when I was last over here. Yeah, and he talks about his homeboy that drank three bottles can be drinking three bottles a night and shit like that. I like I can't even fathom that. But at the same time, I'm like I don't know nobody who drinks one in a night. So I'm like I I, I can't feel better about like, myself. You know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> 
So I'm thinking what I probably will do is just try to go cold turkey because I'm like if I because that's my problem is I can't do it in moderation because once I start then the way alcohol brings your like inhibitions down you just gonna keep going and then I start eating and shit extra food and shit like I had a night the other night where I was watching whatever the fuck I was watching I was drinking and it's like it starts so modest I'm like okay yeah I have a few drinks I'm watching whatever on TV chilling. And then, like, two hours go by, and I'm still constantly drinking. And now that I'm drunk, I'm like, let me raid the fridge. And I'm like... <laughs> Not a rabbit hole of just Yeah, I'm like, okay, shit. so I just ate 3,000... I just consumed 3,000 calories between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m., and now I'm going to go to bed. Like, like, of course I'm fucking gaining weight. So I'm like, yeah, I need to get this shit in control. And I think the key for me will probably be to quit drinking, so... My hey, birthday man. is next Monday, not next Monday, like not this upcoming Monday, Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. So I'm like, I'll probably have my little, uh, my little drinking, drinking over my birthday weekend. And I don't got nothing planned. I'm not, you know, like got partying and shit planned, but I'll probably have my little drinking on my birthday weekend and then I'll probably hang it up. And, and I think I'll probably hang it up until maybe March 2nd for, uh, UFC 235. And well, we definitely don't have to uh, drink for the podcast. So I'm fine with that, especially since I be having some some horrid fucking uh, more Thursday mornings when I drink <laughs> when I drink heavy. Uh, That's another thing I noticed too is my Thursday morning, like my Thursdays at work, generally just are just seem to be busy. Like it seems like every Thursday is just busy as fuck, and like I come in like hungover. I'm not even like like normal slash functional until like one in the afternoon <laughs> and it's like the busiest day so thursday is just like the longest day ever and i'm like man if you didn't drink a whole bottle of tito's last night maybe you'd be okay <laughs> like what the fuck like when i finish the cup i have right now i'll be halfway through this bottle like man it goes down so fast though it's so fast and it's like i'm just sitting here casually just sip 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 and it's like i don't have any kind of like self-control because i don't feel it like once you start feeling it then you slow down but like i don't feel it until i'm almost done with the bottle that's wave wave uh let me say what's the word i'm looking for probably you should feel it sooner than that yeah so i i went from a point to where i was proud of my tolerance to where i'm like ashamed of it i'm like man i shouldn't even be able to drink this much and be fine and when i say be fine i mean like I can drive home. I can function the next day. Like, I'll be tired, and I'll be, like, dehydrated. But I'm not just, like, hungover, like, oh, my God, I feel like I need to throw up. And, like, uh, I'm just, like, well, I don't feel all that great, but I'm fine. So, like, last Thursday, I went to work, and I was, like, last Thursday when I woke up, I was, like, well, I drank too much last night, but I feel all right. And then immediately my next thought was, like, I went and looked because, like, when I leave here, I take the bottle, I put it in my bag, and I go home. And I was like, I'm getting ready for work and shit. And I'm like, I feel all right. You know, I feel that bad. Normally, I feel a little bit worse than this, but, you know, I feel all right. I was like, how much of that bottle did I drink? And I went and looked in my bag. That shit had, like, two inches left, dog. I'm like, what the fuck, dog? Like, I'm not Like, I'm not even happy about this. <laughs> like... I drank a whole bottle and I'm by and large okay. I mean, like, you really should just finish the bottle off. Like, fuck it. Why'd you even take that home? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good question. So, I, 
super sidebar. Off. I'm sitting here like, yeah, if I drink these two ounces, I might not be able to drive. Right. Like, right. what about the other 23? <laughs> did you know that Miami has a gay hotel? I did not. Doesn't surprise me, but no. What it says, well, so um, our crew's in um, March we're going to. We're staying in Miami. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> when you said our crews, I just mean like crew, like C-R-E-W. Oh. And I was like, yo, you got a crew that goes to the gay hotel? Like, so our crew is going to the gay hotel. Like, whoa. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Monica and I. Uh <laughs> And so we stayed in Miami two days after we come back. And so she's been looking at hotels, and the prices have been crazy. And so she just messaged me a screenshot of this. And I'm like, I didn't know we had one. Um, but it says, all adults, welcome. So it's not like it's a gay hotel for only those folks or whatever. See, I've, but I've wondered about that, though. Because, like, um, I'm in, like, a, a a gay group. I don't know. That sounds weird. But, like, <laughs> yeah. like, a group for, like... Uh, LGBT betterment of like LGBTQ people at work and shit, and in the in the the software that we have for it, well, it's called Microsoft Teams. It's not unique to my job. It's it's a Microsoft uh, uh, app. In the in the app, the administrator of it will say, "Hey, you want to anybody want to go to Briggs after work?" Fucking Briggs. Why? Well, I assume it was a bar, and somebody was like, "Uh." What's Briggs? And he was like, it's a gay bar on Jefferson. And then he commented later, like, well, it's a gay-friendly bar. And that made me think, just like the hotel you mentioned, I feel like gay-friendly is just it's just a gay bar. Like, it's not like it's a regular bar and they're okay with gay people. Like, that's something you advertise. Like, right. you don't advertise like, hey, we also are cool with gay people because that you makes it sound just, like you shouldn't be and like you're bar. making an exception for gay people. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just like... So did you go? No. I, oh. I, I didn't, <laughs> no, I didn't go. Okay. <laughs> and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't... And it wasn't even because I have an opposition to going to the bar. It's just because I wasn't going... I'm not going out to the bar like to any bar, it could have been any bar. I would, I wouldn't go. I don't, I don't do that kind. Of, I don't do that kind of shit during the week. If he, if he did it on the weekend, I might go just out of curiosity. Just like, I wonder what this is going to be like. Well, like, is it a gay bar or is it a bar that gay people feel comfortable in? And I feel like more than likely it's just a gay bar. Well, I know for the fact for, that I've never heard of it and it's on Jefferson means it's probably a gay bar. Yeah, uh, about four and a half years ago. Well, yeah, about four and a half. Cause it was my uh, our honeymoon, and there was a bar next to the. I, tell, I think I, I'm sure I mentioned this before. It was a hotel. It was a bar next to the hotel we were staying at when we was in Houston, and I seen a balcony. I'm like, bet not a balcony, uh, a patio area. Patio. Yeah. I'm like, bet I can smoke my cigars over there. It's right next to the fucking hotel. Great. Go in straight gay bar, and I walk in and I'm looking and I a straight gay bar. <laughs> I know the, the the pun of that, uh, and I walk in and I'm like, and it's like all in like split seconds. I'm noticing like there's no women in here. Oh, there's a guy in a tutu. Like, oh, this is just too much. And then I left. Now, if with my wife, I probably would have went. I probably would have stayed for four years of maturity. Now I may have just went in there and got a fucking drink and not gave a fuck. But then I was like, what the fuck? And it would just threw me off. Like the the dude in the tutu really just threw me the fuck off. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck, dude? 
But yeah, that was just interesting. But yeah, I never heard of that place either, so I'm pretty sure it's probably just a gay bar. Uh, you said what is it called? Briggs? Briggs. B-R-I-G-G-S. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Either. I also wonder, too, like, if I was in that exact same situation, I wonder how long it would have taken me to notice it was a gay bar. I feel like it would have taken me way longer than the average person. Like, because I, when I go into a bar, like, if I went to a bar at 23, I'd have probably looked around and be like, ain't no hoes in here. <laughs> yeah. And maybe then I would have been like, okay, wait, now I see guy in tutu. Now I see like dudes paired up. Like, okay, yeah. wait, maybe this is a gay bar. Dog, I would walk into. I could probably walk into a gay bar right now, and unless it was like somebody sucking dick right at the bar, I probably wouldn't notice it <laughs> for like a long ass time. And I don't know and, what made me notice it so fast, but I was just skeptical. Like, why is nobody in here? I don't see a few dudes. I'm like, and then I was like, but then like I say, the the dude in the tutu just threw me all the way off. The dude like, in the tutu, I probably would be like. Hey, there's just a guy in a tutu here. Like, I probably wouldn't even have, like, I might have been like, okay, maybe that guy is gay, but I wouldn't think, like, this is a place for gay people. I'd have probably just been, like, chilling. Like, I just feel like I wouldn't have seen a guy in a tutu at a regular bar. Yeah, but, like, but, but I mean, if you're a gay dude and you out, you're just like, yo, I want to wear this tutu tonight. Yeah. You might, they might not exclusively go to gay bars. They might just go to bars. No, and, like, and so I understand like, that. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, mean I admit, I, it, there was mad ignorance with my thinking back then, you know. But I just was, yeah, I was just like, oh, you know what? I think I'll just walk these four blocks to this other bar. I have the worst gaydar ever, though. <laughs> like, I, like I said, like, they, they have to be, like, sucking dick, like, gar- all across the... You think gaydar the- is offensive? No, because they use it. If they didn't use Fair it, point. then I would th- I would think yeah. But Fair point. Fair they point. use it, so no. Fair point. But like, I don't I don't notice it at all. Like it has to be very very overt for me to notice it. So like if I especially if I'm already zoned in. So like you're like oh it's next to the hotel. And I got a patio. I can smoke my cigar. Dog, it, man, somebody would have to like start rubbing my leg for me to notice that shit. Dog, <laughs> I'd be I'd be over there like yep, got my cigar. Scrolling through my phone, looking at Facebook. The guy comes and sits <laughs> next to you with a <laughs> with a rainbow. Uh, uh, t- uh, Cut off shirt Sitting next to you And you're like I still don't get it What the fuck dude? He could come up to me And be like Hey is anybody sitting here I'd be like Nah man Free country I'm just seeing this Scrolling <laughs> my phone and shit Not paying no attention Smoking my cigar What kind of cigar is that It's Aroma Craft Oh never heard Carrying conversation The whole nine He gave his dick out Before I'd noticed Like okay wait a minute Why is your dick out <laughs> I, I thought you knew what it was. Like, like, like what? And then even then, it's kind of like, who the, who the fuck you think he is? Uh, Louis C.K. and shit? Like, <laughs> Just jerking off like. <laughs> you smoking that cigar? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's a Roma Craft. I like Roma Craft. <laughs> oh, man. Why is your dick out? <laughs> and then that will be the moment where I notice everything. Like, wait a minute, why is your dick... Wait, wait a minute. Now, now I'm looking around like, yo, wait a minute. <laughs> Bruh. What's going on out here? Yeah, it would take... I know for sure. It would take me long as fuck to realize that shit, dog. Like, I'd be up in there chilling, carrying on conversations and shit, not noticing there wasn't no women there. But I also feel like gay bars probably got lesbians in them. It's not like gay is just for men. <laughs> so but it see, might be like I, I think, well, women paired I don't up know shit, enough like, about that. I, w- I wish I would have been. I don't know. I've never been to one. I I'm I assuming. Yeah, I've never been to one either. I wish I would have been a little more mature about the situation then because I probably would have stayed. But whenever I, I've seen, whenever I've thought gay, gay bars, I just thought it would just be a whole bunch of fucking men in there. Yeah. Not fucking men, but just <laughs> a whole bunch of, of be a men. a whole bunch of men fucking in there. Men in there. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it might be like that. It might be women. I'm guessing. But, yeah, it, it would take me forever to notice that shit, dog. Like, yo, what, why is he rubbing my leg? Yo, this dude wild. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Everybody's rubbing everybody's leg in here. <laughs> everybody's touching legs. <laughs> everybody's fight, playing footsies under the table. I think that's one of the weird... Weird uh, misconceptions, I think, is Why that. Why is it a glory hole in his bathroom? Bruh. <laughs> is that gay men are constantly hitting on straight straight men? I think that's like, probably like the biggest. I don't even want to necessarily say it's a misconception because I feel like if 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 it's a a place that's known for being a gay bar and you are a man in there by yourself. It's not like they're wrong for thinking you might be gay. Like, so, well, what I've heard that gay gay men have probably the best gaydar. That's true. They probably do. And yeah. so, I don't think that they're you know they kind of oh, he's straight. You know what I'm saying? But you know, but I but I think a a, a, a man just seeing another man at a gaze thinking it like oh he must be trying to fuck with me because he's looking at me funny <laughs> and shit or, or somewhere like nah man he ain't trying to fuck with you. That would be interesting though if they knew that. Like, like if one of them came up to me, like, "Hey man, do you know where you at right now?" <laughs> like, yeah, man, I'm at the whatever the name of this place is, just having a cigar, chilling. The Gayfers, or wait, like, hey, I'm hey, sorry, not Gayfers. Look, a, what is look it? around, <laughs> look what is, around. What you mean? Oh wait, I see that guy sucking dick over by the oh, fucking bathroom. Hotel okay. gathering, <laughs> as in like gathering but gay. What? That's the name that's of the place. That's the name of it. The one you went to. No, 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 no. The hotel in Miami that... Oh. <laughs> no, no. The hotel, we was, it was a regular just... I'm like, you went to the gathering and didn't no, know? No, no, no. This is the I hotel. I can smoke my cigars here. Right. You can smoke something else, too. Hotel gathering. That's pretty catchy. Uh, cool cool name. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, let's... Uh, we got a couple of emails before we get into our random topics that we haven't talked about. That are not as random as one might think. Uh, let's see. So... Baylor blew us up with some feedback, man. I'm ha- I'm happy to hear it. Um, uh, we talked to, talked a little bit about him last week, and uh, he sent something in last week too, I think. So let's play that. It's your boy BTG. Um, let me see. Still listening to the episode, so I'll probably send in another some more feedback. Ah, that's why. After the show is completely done, but for right now, Otis, uh, for my birthday, which was December 23rd. Um, yeah, man. I uh, it was a good one because that was it was two days after it was two days after my um, my daughter had her surgery and, and everything was cool or whatever. And then I watched White Boy Rick <laughs> for my birthday. And I told my wife, I said, I'm gonna wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm gonna eat the cold stone that I got and fuck? I'm just gonna watch White Boy Rick with the Christmas lights on. Totally dark in the house, but the lights is gonna be on, and I want to. I'm am just curious why he had to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and, and eat, eat, ice, eat cream ice cream and like watch he, a movie. Like he's living his adult life, boy. right? Like I, I get <laughs> watching a movie. I get watching ice cream. I mean, eating ice cream. Why does that have to happen at five o'clock? Maybe that's the only time this kid they don't so they don't get none. <laughs> married life, man. Watch White Boy Rick by myself, and I did it. That was the best thing. That probably was one of the best things besides. Having a, a successful uh, surgery with my daughter and stuff like that. That was, oh, and Infinity War. And, oh, and Black Panther. <laughs> White Boy Rick is ranked fourth greatest moments of 2018. 
because I mean, you know, I'm, we all, you know, I'm a part-time introvert, so I like to be by myself sometimes. Like I go to Denny's and IHOP and just sit by myself and eat. You know what I'm saying? I just do that. Um, so yeah, woke up on my birthday, five o'clock in the morning, four fifty-eight exactly. Watched White Boy Rick, ate some uh, strawberry cheesecake ice cream, and enjoyed every bit of it. I was super mad when the sun came up. Uh, I just want to also point out. Not only did he plan to get up at five o'clock, but he woke up in advance of in that advance of it, right? To start to start with the strawberry cheesecake ice cream, <laughs> like bruh, like no part of my my birthday is next Tuesday, the twenty second. No part of my plans involves waking up at five in the fucking morning. And he wanted all of that day. <laughs> that is the exact opposite of my plan. He wanted if all- I could have my way, I would wake up on January twenty second at. One in the afternoon. <laughs> All like, of that day. Fuck that. But I appreciate you, BCG. But it was dope. White boy Rick is one of the white boys that can say nigga and get away with it. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And his daughter's name is Keisha. Uh, what else? Dad voice. Dad voice is undefeated. Uh, I do it all the time. Most of the time, I do it when they're not even doing anything bad. I just do it so they can just know, like, this is what it is. They can be doing everything completely right, and then I was just dad voice, and they would just shake up. You know when a kid, when you scare when you scare somebody, and they just shake up, and their eyes pop open? Oh, it's the best thing ever when a kid does it. You know what I'm saying? Because you just got to keep them in line. And the moms don't know. The moms don't know, but they can shut up, too. Um, what else? Oh, and then the... the uh, Getting back to Mike, that was my that was my best friend uh, that she was uh, talking about. That she had made a comment about, like, why is he laughing? Well, come to find out, he was just like you. He found out late as well. Because if you look at the caption, it said the goat, and it, he thought it was just a random post. Because I post random stuff all the time. He didn't find out till later that he had actually passed away or whatever. We was all bummed out about that. I don't know who wasn't bummed out about him passing away. Um, yeah, he didn't say, but we was talking about Gene Okerlund. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he posted a picture of Gene, and then the dude was like, LMAO. I'm like, what's so funny? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He didn't say, but yeah. So he's listening to it, so that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the Murder Bears. Uh, that is a Detroit thing. It got to be, <laughs> because we don't. We we definitely don't call it out here. And I'm pretty sure we have, we've accumulated a lot of <laughs> Murder Bears ourselves. And niggas got murder khakis and <laughs> murder chucks. <laughs> Murder, <laughs> murder crew link like socks. Like a, like a, like a fucking house shoe with the back stepped on, thrown over uh, a fucking uh, street lamps and shit. Murder crew link socks and slides. <laughs> Mur- murder khaki suits. He's in a whole suit. Yo, just button the top button. <laughs> Don't button all of them. We don't call it murder bears, you know, the the candle vigilance or whatever you call them, vigilance, whatever. Um, Of course, everybody has those, but most of them is just candles and you'll see a couple of teddy bears and stuff like that. But we don't call it the, 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 we don't call it that. We just call it they died on that corner and the candles is over there. Uh, Think I'm a jig. All right. Shout out to Chaffee too, sounding like the GameStop employee. No, I wonder too though. So it sounds like they got murder bears. They just don't call them murder yeah. bears. And then also that makes me wonder. I, I got the mic like way two feet away from me. I, I moved the mic so that it could be closer to uh, you, so I could move yeah, the gotcha. voicemail closer to you. But like it makes me wonder: 
is murder bears even outside of like us? <laughs> like, like black people? No, us like us. Like not just me and you, but like a small circle of people. Like, does everybody in Detroit call it murder bears? I think a lot, and I think it has to do with, like, just social media. I think a lot of people who are in the social media, like, Twitter-heavy, Instagram-heavy, Facebook, would would know what murder bears are. Because I feel like, like, do you think that, like, uh, so, obviously, downtown is heavily populated by white people. Like, do you think, like, a white person... No. Traveling, yeah, I don't, no. I don't either. Like a white person traveling into downtown, going down ninety six, past some fucking murder bears, will be like, yo. You know the only white person that would probably know the fucking murder bears is is Pat three one three. He hundred percent know. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think it's too many white people who know what murder bears are. Got to message him, dog. Like Pat, you know about murder bears, right? He done posted them on his Instagram before, so oh. I know <laughs> I know he knows what murder bears are. So it's a for a fact. Pat knows the murder bears are. I feel like that shouldn't be unique to us. Like, I feel like that should be everywhere. Mm. I don't see why that would be a Detroit thing. Speaking of Detroit things, I asked if Shinola was a, a Detroit thing. And uh, a friend of mine from... I don't think uh, it is. Huh? I don't think it is. It's not. So a friend of mine from um, middle school, she now lives in... Uh, I think she lives in... I'm sorry, Kristen, if I'm wrong. I think she lives in Washington State, not D.C. Um, like, yeah, I think she lives in Washington. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe Seattle? I don't I know, know. You mentioned her before, and I don't know why I thought she lived in Cali. but you. She, you know I know your, she lives on the West Coast. You know your friend more than I do. So. Apparently I don't. But uh, <laughs> uh, but she, she be like, she's like a, a, a sneak listener. Like she ain't never really gave no feedback. She ain't never really mentioned. But she'll like she'll say randomly like, "Yeah, I be listening to the podcast." I'm like, I didn't even know you knew about this shit. To, I, I was wondering if you gonna say that she was uh, saying that she or she just referenced random stuff or something. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe like, no, oh. she she mentions it. She's mentioned it maybe like twice. Yo, like, so, yo, I listen to it. Bria <laughs> uh, tagged us in some post about somebody wanting to just be on a podcast. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, what do, you, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to be on a podcast for? What, you, <laughs> what, what was the whole? I didn't even. I didn't know him. I, and I was just like, yeah, whatever. I, I, I know him like in the sense of like I've met him because like when we were in college, um, Steve is a, Steve is in a frat. So like I've met Steve's frat bros like, and he's one of Steve's frat bros. So like uh, okay. I I've met him. But like I'm not Facebook friends with him. Like he might not. For all I know, he might not even remember me. I just I just know like oh I remember that dude. I met him like a couple of times, hanging out at Steve crib and shit. So that's the only relationship I have with that dude. Like I I know of of him. Oh okay. But yeah. So but yeah, Kristen said that uh, Shinola pops us out of the D. That there's a Shinola Detroit, not Shinola, a Shinola Detroit store at the Grove in L. A. Are you familiar with the Grove? No. What is that? That's like their main mall. It's like an outdoor mall, and it's like their main like fancy fancy nigga mall. It's like their fucking I guess Somerset and shit. Um, he said they got a Shinola, she said they got a Shinola store there, and she said she saw one in Dallas too. Hmm. Like having one in the Grove don't surprise me. Having one in Dallas kind of does, but uh, knowing that there's one in L.A. and one in Dallas lets me know that yeah, it's not unique to us. But uh, I thought it probably was, but nope, I was wrong. I don't know shit. All right, so I'm gonna queue up uh, Baylor's second uh, second email. Side note: 
they have like weird names. So like I said at first that they were like feedback one or two or something like that. So like he he has he has written like the subject of it and like you know how you send an email you can put a subject mm-hmm. but the file names are like super duper random like the file name for let me see if I can pull up the one for the one we just listened to because I just deleted it after we listened to it uh, uh, maybe I can't pull up the one for the one we just listened oh no there it is uh, it says Central Ave 2 so I don't know why it was called Central Ave 2 he didn't mention nothing about no Central Ave but that was the file name I don't recall. The next it. one's called West El Segundo Boulevard. And the third one is called L- Limonite Avenue 5. I've heard of that's, El Segundo. Maybe that's some rhyme or reason Baylor does with his saving it, of shit. Yeah, so. I, so I don't know. I don't know anything about the file names, but the subject titles are just feedback. Can you feedback. do just random voice recordings on your phone? Is there like a app for that? For? Just random voice recordings. Like he says it's voice recordings. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. You just do voice recording. Yeah, you can do that. I I don't think I've ever just seen a. What is it even called? Well, I don't know what it's called on your phone, but it's just called voice recorder. Like I, I don't have that shit on my just phone. Start talking into it and save it. Yeah. I used it once at work when I first started. Now I'm not gonna share that story. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> but I used it once at work. Um, so yeah, here here's the second one. Like I said, file name is West El Segundo Boulevard, but he just called it feedback too in an email, but I don't know. Uh, what up again? I got Bobby Brown as the king of R&B. I can hear traffic in the background. Is he naming these files just off where he well, is? Probably is on the street he's on and shit. Yeah, probably the street he's on. That's weird. Uh, I mean, you can have R. Kelly. It's debatable, but I feel like uh, just like, like I was talking Michael Jackson, Pac, and certain artists like that i think bright brown is going to be remembered because it, it's not even it's not fair because he came from a group as well so and that group I was is, gonna point that, that out. group okay. is legendary you know it's, it's a hall of fame group so he's going to be remembered for being in that group and parting himself from that group and having success and he has some great he has some great music as well um other than that yes ain't nothing but the cavi hit come on man that's one of the greatest west coast songs of all time mac 10 and the dog pound <laughs> Uh yeah, yeah yeah. Y'all gotta get it right on that one. That, y'all gotta get it right on. That was definitely a classic. That was a classic ass soundtrack though. Sure. Um, other than that, yes, I feel like me and Chaffee, we gotta travel to Detroit. And when we go to Detroit, Chaffee wear Vans though, so I don't think he his goals <laughs> when he gets to Detroit is not going to be the same as mine. Uh, because every place that I go to that I travel to, I gotta hoop. Because I, I want to be able when I that's like on my bucket list, like. When when I'm already dead and gone on my resume, it says every place he visited, he played basketball. Oh, we got basketball we got player, mad so, spots you know for you, like here, bro. Right. Um, and I, I've been to Chicago, I've been to Tennessee, I've been to uh, DC, and I and I and I've hooped in all those places. Um, <clears throat> so my goal is to take a shit in every city that I go to. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and then we got you can take me on the tour, but I'm not. I'm not. If you've been like Mike said, if you've been to L.A., I'm, there's no point in you going on the tour. Why would I want to take you to Compton and put both of us in arms way? Like <laughs> that shit don't make no sense. I go to I go to Compton, not not as a tourist. You know what I'm saying? I go because I'm hungry. I need to take a shit and I need to watch the Laker game at my auntie house. That's about it. I'm not going to Compton and say, "Oh, look at the dangerous area that I'm in. This is so. Oh my God." Um, 
the greatest feeling in the world, I think, uh, besides a nut, and I get it, and, and that long, I, and, I, and I get the thought of, of taking the shit and the piss and maybe taking them at, at the same time. Maybe my wife called it burgers and fries. It's some weird <laughs> shit. Don't, don't judge us or whatever. But I did something the other day that was, it was like a, a hat trick. I took a piss, and it just so happened that there were some, um, some, um, what you call it, right in front of me. Um, uh, Q-tips. Q-tips. There were some Q-tips right in front of me. So I said, let me try this. Now, I didn't, I I had to pee real bad, but not like, not like really, really bad, but have you ever been, like Mike said, have you ever been to that point where you got to piss so bad to where you might tinkle on yourself? And I said tinkle. And then you got to shit so bad that the turtle is peeking out of the shell. So once you sit down or whatever, and the burgers and fries just happen at the same time, oh, that shit is lovely. But have you ever taken a piss and cleaned your ears at the same time? Oh, my God. I'm talking about, and I know when we get up in the middle of the night or in the morning, you know, uh, late in the evening or something like that and having to go take a piss, we're not thinking about cleaning our goddamn ears. Oh, man, just leave two of them right next to the toilet and and try to remember, (laughs) goddammit. You know what I'm saying? I know it's fuzzy when you wake up, but cleaning your ear, first of all, cleaning your ear by itself is the top 10 feeling of all time. But cleaning your ear and taking a piss and you gonna pass gas at the same time, you might might just die right there. On me. Bro, listen. Listen. You ain't gotta sell me on that shit, bro. Like, I keep the fucking industrial-sized Q-tips right in my bathroom and I hit them bitches up every single time I go to the bathroom. And I mean like it don't matter what I'm going to the bathroom for. It don't gotta be a it I don't have to pee it could be just like, oh I gotta take a leak real quick. I gotta take a shit. Oh I gotta pee real bad. Oh I gotta shit real bad or whatever. I gotta throw up. It don't fucking matter. Anytime I go in the bathroom, I'm hitting the Q tips up. Yeah, these Q tips getting that work. Every time. So I feel them. I haven't done that at the same time just because like if I gotta piss that bad I'm not thinking about doing it at the same time, but like if I'm in the bathroom, I will I will hit the Q-tips up. Uh, I do that every single time. Q-tip coming out of my ear, clean as fuck. <laughs> like, you I, got it the last four times you went in the bathroom. Exactly. I wet that bitch up with some hot water too, bro. Like man, <laughs> whoo! I know what he's talking about. That's why I knew it was going. I was like, yeah, that 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 ear. I was really really glad that. He actually put the Q-tip in his ear. I didn't know where it was going, <laughs> so I was just bracing so myself. <laughs> and I was just like, "Dog, don't do it, dude." <laughs> you had to piss so bad, you got to clean the piss out your dick hole with the Q-tip. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sorry, dog. <laughs> like, Yo, like, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> you so, Cali niggas, dog. So I'm glad that was definitely the the, the response he gave. I, I'm, I'm happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, 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 flag on the play. <laughs> Man, I have to reconsider everything if he said that shit. But yeah, for real though, dog, I feel and Chaffee, uh tweeted me saying uh, he's always wanted to come out here. So yeah, man, like I said, it needs, it needs to happen, dog. I want to do a live podcast. Not so a we've live already podcast, decided so that doing different, but that you can't leave the state. Right? Who me? Yes. No. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm tied down here for probably all of 2019. <laughs> What what time frame would you about to say? Because basically, shit, you got a newborn coming in April. Yeah, yeah, 
all of 2019, I'm probably here. So um, if, if, if we gonna make it happen, y'all gotta come here. I'm sorry. I'm free to tra- I'm I'm free, able, and willing, and financially capable enough to travel to LA. But I am tied down for 2019. So um, if we gonna do this, y'all gotta come here, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I just, sorry. I just talked to to Tony and uh, Terry about going down to uh, Kentucky to the Bourbon Trail too. I mean, no. <laughs> And that's well, I mean, got, I I mean know, that's it's February. Just, it's just Kentucky. I mean, it's just know, Kentucky. It's just Kentucky. Same February, amount of time though. In February, like oh, I could probably make February happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see. February fifteenth. <laughs> but LA ain't happening. Ain't nowhere I gotta fly to. Nah, LA ain't happening. Nah. But I kind of miss LA. Like, I mean, I've never been to California, so that's my big. I want to go to California. You know, so. I've been to Africa, but ain't been to California. I'm I'm hung up on the Africa shit. Yeah, but like I get. <laughs> This has been going on for two episodes now. Maybe I don't more. know why it's a thing now, but like, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, understand. I don't understand how you've been to Africa, dog. I just don't. I don't understand it. It, was it doesn't make a, sense to me. It was a hell of a trip. And yeah, I've I, been I've been to another fucking continent, and I haven't been to Cali. That's right. just the crazy part. <laughs> I, I, I got closed when I went to Seattle last, last year, but no. I, I, this I, year? Yeah, this year. I think March. I probably hit. No, not this year. Last year. Uh, <laughs> unless you went to Cali last week and I didn't know. I mean, Seattle last week and I didn't know about it. But um, No, yeah, in the last year. Last year. Last I, I've pretty much been everywhere here that I want to go. I haven't been to Miami. Um, that's probably the only place that I would want to go. But even now, I feel like Miami is a young man's game. <laughs> so I'm like, like, yeah, like we're staying there two days and I'm like, we're not going to be at fucking clubs and shit. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? I'm too washed for Miami. Like, yeah. Miami's not for me at this age. So, yeah. I'm I gonna don't be, really see that I'm happening. going to be trying to find places to smoke cigars. My wife is going to be looking at cool places to eat, and mm-hmm. which I'm going to enjoy as well. And then we're probably going to be at a pool or some shit at, like, 9 o'clock and shit. And then by 11.30, probably drinking and sleep. So Yeah, and I've been to Atlanta, but I haven't been to Atlanta as an adult. So, I'm like, but again, I'm kind of like, what I want to go there for? Like, it ain't I, much. I, really I mean, Atlanta's cool. I, you know, I got family. I've been there many times, and you know, it's yeah, it's not on the tourist list of things. Like, I no. go to if I didn't have family in Atlanta, I probably wouldn't have been there as many times as I have. I've never seen Mount Rushmore, and I kind of would like to see that. But Mount Rushmore is, uh, it's in like I want to say mm-hmm. like South Dakota. Um, that would be kind of dope. Hey Siri, where is Mount Rushmore? I found one option, Mount Rushmore National Memorial in Keystone. Okay. Is that the one you want? That doesn't want? tell me a state. Um, okay, one option. I oh, is well, that, that fucked one? it up because she heard state and then just went left. Uh, but I feel like it's like South Dakota, but let me double check. But I'd like to see Mount Rushmore, but like you do that, you're only going for Mount Rushmore and nothing else. Yeah, what else is there? Nothing. Um, yeah, South Dakota. So... Yeah, what the fuck else am I doing in South Dakota? Like, why is that even there? Like, why were they like, hey, let's put, make, put Mount Rushmore in South Dakota? Like, no one wants to go there. Like, you can't go there for other shit. Like, why can't it be in fucking L.A. or some shit? I mean, you could drive. What's the drive for that? Oh, to South Dakota? Far? Oh, 17 hours. Yeah, far. <laughs> it's not, 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 not worth it. But, like, I do like road trips, but... I'm not doing... I... 
I'm stretching myself on this on this potential bourbon trip for like six hours. Like that's kind of like my max of, of road trip. Oh, that's lightweight for me. I mean, I've done long road trips. I just don't want to do them anymore. Like I like driving though, so I, I do that. I do that though. No I mean, I would do it, but I just that's my six eight hours kind of my max now. Oh, that's my that that's lightweight. I do six to eight hours and not. Think nothing of it. Like, I think it's just so much. I t- do six to eight hours, no matter when it starts. But the thing is, anything over eight hours, I'm like, can I just fly there and just cut off some time? Like mm. that's my thing now. No, I now too much. I mean, too much we, we drove to DC a couple of years ago, and that was cool. But I just think about the time it just takes now. It's like I want to go back trips. here too. Right. I want to go back to DC. I want to go back to New it York. It was crazy about DC. It's like I'm. If this fucking shutdown would have happened in fucking September, wouldn't have been able to go to the fucking museums that we went to and shit. <laughs> yeah. This fucking shutdown is ridiculous, dude. Did you? But more on that later. Yeah. <laughs> what were you about to ask? Um, I more what? on it later. I was just oh, mentioning okay. about that. So, Well, don't forget it. Yeah. Yo, what up, though? I know this is like the third feedback, and it's stalkerish, but who cares? So you was talking talking about towards the end how to uh, what what can y'all do different what can y'all do more of expanding and shit like that I know I've sent an email in there before uh, telling y'all or suggesting things and things like that but I will say one thing that has that I've done in within podcasting even before I started actually you know before I had my own show um, I've built relationships outside of uh, you know within podcasting outside of podcasting you know what i mean within my community within my podcast community there hasn't been a person that has come to la and i didn't meet them in person from d murph to avery to just uh to 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 just you know all these cats that has come to la or whatever i've met them you know if, if we communicate on a personal level like i text these cats we talk on the phone me and D Murph damn near talking on the phone like once or twice a week. You know what I'm saying? I and I met nobody. him. He came out here and, and we kicked it. We chopped it up. Now, I don't necessarily have to go to Detroit. You don't necessarily have to come to L.A. to start that relationship. Because when Sean came out here and Chaffee, and we met up with Chaffee and Chad, it was like, and, and he brought it, and, and Sean brought his boys from Chicago. And it was like, wow, like. This is my first time meeting them, but it was I haven't seen you guys in a long time type of vibe. So I think it's more of I'm I, I have my introvert moments, but I'm very outgoing. I'm cool. I can kick with just about anybody that don't do any negative stupid shit. But yeah, man, I, I, I build relationships within the podcast and outside that leads to the outside of the podcast world. So I would just say that, and I know you guys got like cigar groups. I don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? But I drink wine. Let's let's start a wine group. You know, I know y'all niggas still play video games. I still play video games. If we all pick the video game to play together at the same time, I know that sounds corny or whatever, but I'm into corny shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm 36 years old. There's not much that I'm, you know, uh, other than that, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I want to travel a lot. I, I got, you know, I got my annual, my the, the two guys trip that I go on every year to the NBA Summer League in Vegas, and then we also do college football opening weekend in Vegas. And me and the fellas, we just kick it. And I'm looking to do more things like that, not just with my fellas that I grew up with, but cast that I respect and I build a relationship in a podcast game. So, and, and we can do that. We can go. I can be like, yo, uh, let me, whenever, you know, the Pistons got some cheap tickets going on, let's grab those tickets and let's go to the Pistons game. I'll fly out there and 
watch the Pistons game and then fly my ass back home. Same thing. You come out here, we can go to the Lakers game, whenever we hit the lottery to get up in that bitch, and then we just kick it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's all about traveling, kicking it, networking, and being cool, building relationships, because you never know who is who. You know what I'm saying? I fuck around and find out that Mike is a lawyer, and 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 and, and Otis is a, is is a fucking uh, serial killer, and I might need to get rid of somebody. But yeah. it's all about. I would never know that if we don't kick it and talk. I'm gonna need a lawyer to get out of that serial killer alleged allegedly uh, thingamajig with Otis that, that did it. <laughs> all right, I'm out. But when I mean by like serial killer, I don't mean like he, he like he killing people that like kill people. Like that, like, like Dexter. Like Dexter. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the only thing I would say to that is like I do understand that, especially for me. Like right now, it's like I spend a lot of time, um, keeping myself. Like you know, I do my work shit. I spend the vast majority of my of the Monday through Friday of my life revolves around work. Um. That just is what it is. So I don't really uh, reach out to like expand relationships outside of that. Excuse me, outside of that. But I would say one thing that I don't I don't mind doing is getting involved in like group texts or group chats because like we got that shit going on here, and it's like I don't be involved. I, I I might not be involved as involved as other people, but. I still be involved in like the group chats and shit. And I will definitely throw like you, Chaffee, uh, Sean, like I'll put my number in a DM and like we can get a group text and shit like that going, a, a group chat or whatever. Don't ever call me though. I, I, I will not talk on the phone. Dog. I just won't. I will not yeah, talk on the phone. I can probably count on my one hand at times I've actually talked to you on the phone. No, yeah. Do not call me, dog. I do not talk on the phone. Like I just don't. Like I have no interest in doing that whatsoever. I, think I, I will carry you, on. I think these. I called you once when. Fuck. Maybe we was moving. You were moving just because I didn't feel like a text answer was fast enough. And like, I think you called me one time. Like, hey, I'm at the liquor store and they got this bottle. Do yeah. you want it? Like, <laughs> they got it. Yeah, go ahead and get it. All right, bye. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so, like, I have no problem like uh, texting and shit like that because that's my shit. Like, I've been, I was like, whoever invented texting invented it for me. Like, that's my shit. But like, so I'm no, text messaging is, is is great for communication that you don't have to actually talk. It's like it's, it, it works out awesome. You know? I don't like talking on the phone because I feel like I got to do that right then. And plus, you don't have like, uh, like dead space. So it's like if you talking on the phone, you got to be talking because if you like, it's weird if you stop talking. <laughs> and that's but why if somebody texts you, a lot of times for like a, you know people like yourself, you want to talk. I'm calling for a specific reason. That's it. Like, right. So nothing, if you call yeah. just to chat, I'm like, why are you calling me? Right. Right. Can you just put this in a, in words? On, yeah. On like, I, yeah, I, it does. It don't work for me. So like, you know, if you call, if you call your podcast on me or whatever, you talk to them, you know, twice a week or whatever, that's cool. But like we could have the exact same relationship. Just not calling me dog. Like I am not going to talk on the phone. Like one, I'm too busy for it anyway. But two, even if I wasn't, I wouldn't do it. Like I, I don't, because I just find myself sitting there, not doing anything else, but just sitting there with a phone to my ear. Like, yeah. So this is happening, and I, I wish it wasn't. And I, I actually, I mean, I don't mind talking on the phone, but I just hate holding the phone. Like I gotta have ear ear. I talk to my wife on the or phone or something. Me and my wife never have phone conversations. Ever, really? Ever. We texted. 
and then we would kick it in person. That was it. Like, even now, if I were to call my wife, it's weird for me to hear her voice over a phone. That's funny. And even then, if she called me or if I call her, it's almost like the hello is like a, like, yeah? Like, why are you, like, why are you calling me? Like, hello? Like, I mean, those are, like, interesting, cool dynamics that y'all is understanding of. Like, I'm talking about, like, I leave the house, and my wife probably calls me on her way to work when she goes to work. And so we would talk on the way to work, and then sometimes we'd talk on the way home uh, and randomly during the, during the day. Yep, but mostly it's chat, it. though. We chat a lot through Messenger. Nope, me and my wife have no interest in that whatsoever. Well, so, And that's great when y'all both have, on the same accord. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if... It, it would be part of the reason why we married. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't know if It'd I can marry a chick that want to be on the phone like, all the time. Eh, I always want to talk to Mike, but Mike don't ever want to talk to me. Like that might have, that might have went might not have went far. Probably not. <laughs> so yeah. So I, I mean, I'll drop my number. So like, if y'all got like group chats and, and texts and shit like that, y'all got going on and whatever, I'm more than willing to be involved in that. And I, I'd I'd like to be involved in that. And I'm definitely down just, with y'all coming here. The thing all that is, good we've shit. had some like group texts and DM, and I hate DM. So if I had like, to do well, DM in what platform? Uh, like Twitter? Twitter? Oh, okay. I just assume Twitter is the only DM. Everything else. Well, is people like say just, DM for anything that's yeah, like a like a non-text, so it could be like a Facebook message or I'll do Facebook chat because I currently do Facebook chats with you know cigar fellas. You know, we got the the drunkards or the you know con- yeah. or the what is it the con vibes? Con vibes, yeah. Look uh, it up. Google Google Convive. C O N V I V E. Google it. You know, so I'm I'm fine with group chats, but I just DM on Twitter is just oh, I just hate having to go into that. I don't notice it. I don't know. It's just like I don't want to do a group chat in that. If I I'll, I'll go on Twitter and like I will not notice. Like that I'll see I have it, DMs. Like Tim Hines, a message us. He's the only person I get DMs from. He, a message, the only one. And then I would look at it and I'm like, okay, I'll come back to it later. And then I don't because I'm just out of the app and shit. Yeah, so. I don't even notice it until days later. I'm like, fuck. Now I feel, feel like, man, I don't want to feel like an asshole not replying. But I just kind of look at it and I say, oh, I will look at it later. And he got my number, so he could text yeah, he me. Technically, could text you. Yeah. Yeah. So he got my number. He could text me, but like, I don't, I don't and be noticing so, the DMs weird, and shit. And then same, I feel bad because I'm like, right. And it's weird because all those the same. All this shit is the same device. But I rather chat groups than text groups. Yeah, like WhatsApp, you know, Facebook Messenger, whatever. I don't know why text groups just like like I just I just added to a text group for the guys I'm going with uh going to Vegas this uh, next week, and I'm just like, man, I wish it was like a chat group, like a <laughs> like y'all got WhatsApp or something, Doug. So. <laughs> That's weird because to me they're the same thing. I think it's just accessibility. Like, I, I use WhatsApp a lot. And, I, and WhatsApp got to be the best fucking chat group ever. The fact that he could go cross-platform to phones is fucking awesome. Because yeah. I remember a time where, you know, there was no group option except for text, for, like, texting someone for a, a, a iPhone. Or if they didn't yeah. use, uh, like, I oh, I got a chat group in fucking Hangouts. So I use Hangouts, WhatsApp, Facebook, Messenger. Uh and so forth so so anyway let's get these topics because we're already about an hour in um what you got first um i guess the first thing that we should talk about probably should be r kelly um i i felt weird because last week we talked about um the king of r&b and shit like that and my whole argument was like he is clearly like a piece of shit but being a piece of shit 
should not be part of the criteria for being the king of R and B because I, well, I, he made hit ass song. He made hit songs that, that banged and were popular and were great, and he could sing. And none of that has anything to do with his music. But I and I don't. To be clear, I stand by that stance. Like I don't think that his music is less because of who he is. He can be a piece of shit and still make great music. Now, well, for me, that 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 concept kind of, uh, uh, um, I guess, butts heads with the idea of separating the the artist from the music. And like, for me, I don't consider myself to be a fan. I like, and I said that last week. I'm like, I don't. I'm not any kind of R and B expert. I don't really like R and B that much. I don't fuck with it heavy, but. From my novice opinion, and I'm pretty sure I used the word novice opinion, the phrase novice opinion last week, is that just for me as an outsider looking in into R&B, I feel like R. Kelly probably has the best discography and, and hits and all that kind of shit, singing and all that shit of anybody, whatever. But we put that episode out Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and, and the fucking Survivor R. Kelly came out Thursday night. I'm like, man, this motherfucker's gonna look like I'm like a R. Kelly supporter. Or some no, shit? you know what? And I think we preface what we preface a lot of that shit with all that shit that he's a scumbag. I'm not listening to his music anymore. Um, I've never bought so an R. Kelly album song. I've never been to a concert. I'm pretty none sure. of that shit. I don't fuck well, with R. Kelly like that. I've never been to R. Kelly concert. Um, I've probably illegally downloaded the music that I do have of his. Um, but I say all to say. Our ranking was based on him being the artist that he was. Yeah, it's his stats as a fucking but, R&B artist. Yeah, so, and then that was no way, shape, or form. One, condone the shit he's doing. Two, even saying that we were going to continue to listen to his shit. And so it was just as... as I didn't of, say that. No, I know we didn't. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm like, just saying we did not say that. Oh, okay. We I'm didn't like, say I we were going to listen to his shit. We didn't condone none of his bullshit. So, I mean... But I think you got to look at it like, say, uh, when they, uh, say a college team is known for cheating, so they vacate all their fucking championships and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is one of those things you just vacate all. But now, so this weird. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I was sitting there like yeah. last week. I was like, why would him being a pedophile somehow make him not the king of R and B? Because yeah, but be it's it, kind of like uh, fucking adult people is not as uh. A ranking statistic for being the king of R and B, right? So, but yeah. looking at it that way, yeah, we just va- he's, <laughs> he's vacating all of that. So <laughs> at this point, his, we have his title start, has an asterisk. We have to start right, exactly. So we have to start over, not considering R. Kelly, and then probably Bobby Brown. Uh, 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 yeah, so we just, he he had to vacate all that shit. But I mean, it wasn't like anyone gave a fuck about our fuck ass opinions about R. Kelly to probably even not. you know make a fuss about it. I felt like we was. You know, some brilliant idiots or some shit. We would have backlash and shit. So luckily, the the one time that our uh, us not being famous helps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. So I only watched one episode Thursday. So I only saw part one of six, and Man. then I didn't catch the rest of it. I had a headache that night, so I said I'll catch it. And I I did DVR it, so I do have it. I don't know if I have to watch it because I feel like we. I lived through all. We lived through all the allegations, all of the people coming up. I mean, a couple of years ago, they started doing stuff of him being in Atlanta with uh, holding women hostage and all that shit. 
And so I remember hearing that a few years ago, but now, you that know. That was mainly the last episode. The sixth one was mm-hmm. mainly about that shit. Mm-hmm. Which is shit, you know, if you've been in some, some, some sort of media and heard about, you know, R. Kelly, that's the shit that, you know, was, was talked about. So, I just as, was, oh, go ahead. No, I'm going to say, as always, it's always contrary post about the shit. And the latest has been uh, that we can't, we can't multitask and, and know about other things and condemn R. Kelly at the same time. And I just don't understand why, why do, and it's black people. Black people do this shit. It's like you, you. I feel like you're you're taking away the importance of of the shit that R. Kelly has 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 done to to girls, women, by even putting something else into the equation. Like we can't. It's not possible to to know about the government shutdown or how many fucking days it's been versus you know paying attention to R. Kelly. And it's just oh, that shit is so fucked up. Even aside from being knowledgeable knowledgeable about both things like the two things aren't you can't compare the two things like you can be somebody who like well i'm the perfect example i'm thoroughly knowledgeable about what's going on in the government and also thoroughly knowledgeable about what's going on with r kelly and i understand that i'm probably the exception but the two things don't correlate regardless like it's not like Lifetime was like, hey, let's put out some shit to distract people from the fucking shit that's going on in the government. Like, the Lifetime... Do you know they're building a fucking wall? Like, <laughs> right. And R. Kelly at the same time? They prepared time? that shit way in advance of a government shutdown. So there's no it's way like, that, that so, the two things so, correlate. It's so foolish that I felt like I shouldn't even have to even bring it up. It's just... I just seen... It was just one post that was copied and pasted all throughout Facebook and shit and so forth. But... Yeah, I, I hate that 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 shit happens though. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like for me, I look at R. Kelly as like he's somebody who is seemingly, for all intents and purposes, a piece of shit, right? But at the end of the day, his songs bang. He's had a fucking historically great career as an R and B singer, right? So. Am I using that as justification of anything? No. I'm just stating the fact that he has great songs. He's been incredibly popular. He sold a bazillion records and concerts. I don't think that his career as a rapist <laughs> is has anything to do with his career as a musician. So, And this isn't me saying, like, I still fuck with him. It's just me saying that he can still be the best R&B artist of all time and also be the best rapist of all time. Like he can be both of those things. Like, and I think that's basically what it is. Like he's a piece of shit and he's probably done all of these things that he's been accused of. And he's probably a super duper creep rapist, pedophile, all that shit. But he also made hit records. Yeah. And And all my only point is that, the fact that he's a piece of shit does not change the fact that his music was fire. 
and that's not me justifying like I, uh, like I'm still going to listen to him or support him or no, I mean, cuz I, I don't support I him I never have I think but the key the key word you just, used is was like you know that was what he was one R. Kelly ain't put out shit new who knows since how long I don't I, even know yeah I don't and you know so forth um though they mentioned some he mentioned some shit in the fucking uh in the Survivor R Kelly thing about some buffet album I'm like what the fuck is that I ain't never heard of that shit no, I mean, yeah, but he's I, not. I think it's it's hella problematic to to continue to support that guy and all the shit he's he's done and doing. And you know, I think you have people who who are on the side of I don't care what he's done. I like his music, and I feel like I can't do that. Me yeah. personally, I can't. So there's a one, difference. I hate me personally. I don't know why I just said it. I hate that. It's phrase. redundant. It is redundant as fuck. There's a anyway. difference between saying that. Acknowledging someone's accomplishments despite their personal shit and saying that you still fuck with them because of their accomplishments despite their personal shit. So that's two different conversations. So like for me as somebody who again is not really like a big R&B person from the outside looking in, I look at it like he had his accomplishments as an artist and that exists in its own sphere. He also has his incredibly gigantic flaws as a person, and that exists in its own sphere. I guess another- him being a piece of shit doesn't doesn't degrade the quality of his music or the success of his music. No, it, it, it so doesn't. but it it can affect your um your uh, acceptance or likability of his music. So like you might look at it like. Yo, I like that song. Now I realize he's a piece of shit. Now I don't like that song. That's fair. Or I liked him as an artist. Now I realize he's a piece of shit. And now I don't like him as an artist. That's fair. You can not like him anymore. And you can not support him anymore. You can not buy his records anymore. That's cool. But you can't say, like, you can't, basically you can't go, he's whack now. Because he, he's not whack. Like, he, he didn't put out whack songs. Like, he put out great songs. He right. sold a he sold a whole bunch of records. He's a fucking one of the most successful artists ever. Like that isn't going to change no matter what allegations he has. So like I guess I kind of wanted to clarify. I didn't I didn't want it to be misconstrued the fact that I said that I still feel like he's probably the king of R and B with my novice opinion as me being like supportive of him. It was just me saying like the music is the music and the person is the person and you can not fuck with the music no more because you don't like the person and that's fair but you can't say you can't just be like oh now the music is whack or oh now the artist is whack or he's not any good he's not a good R&B musician no more like he is still a good R&B R&B musician he's just a piece of shit and you won't fuck with him no more which is perfectly fine and I I, I think the 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 questions now is like so, you can't be like, I like the step in the name of love, and then I found out he's a rapist, and now I don't like step in the name of love. Like, the, the two things don't correlate. I don't think you have to not, I don't think you have to denounce that it was, or not denounce, that's the wrong word. Uh, you have to say that something is whack for you to not, not to fuck with it. So, 
That's like if if I decided to give up fried chicken because it's 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 not healthy for me, but it's good as fuck. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. Say fried chicken nasty as fuck. That's the like, that, actually that's a very <laughs> apt that's a very apt comparison. Yeah, it's just like Fri- no, I just it's good as fuck. I just can't eat it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that. That's so, that's you know, a very good comparison. But, fried chicken is gonna be fried chicken. Yeah, no matter what. The, yeah, what, what no, you said. No matter any other circumstances, fried chicken is fried chicken, and. You can be like, I'm not going to eat it no more, but that don't mean it's not good no more. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it, yeah, that's but a pretty I, apt But comparison. I guess the, comp- the, the the conversation has to be, do we waste our time? Do, do we waste our time by even mentioning the the greatness of his music anymore because of all the fuck shit he's done? Because I feel like I don't have to have many conversations um, about him just because I feel like it's it's it may be advertising him or some shit like to talk about his music it's not worthy of defending no it's not a conversation worth having like if somebody's like yo r kelly's a piece of shit he did this this this, and that there's no point going but he made these great songs like there's no there's no point to putting that out because if i gotta pick a if i gotta pick what i decide i'm the side i'm gonna be on i'm gonna be on the side of he's a piece of shit right right, yeah and and versus arguing which music he made best like 12 play was 12 play was better than Chocolate Factory, like I don't have to have these conversations anymore because he's an asshole, he's a piece of shit person. So none of the shit he's done is even relevant of a conversation anymore. And even a better, an even better comparison is you don't have to be like Twelve Play is better than the badness of him fucking kids, right? Because right. like, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not an apt comparison. Like you can let it be. So it's like it's not a conversation worth having to me. I'm perfectly fine with being like. R. Kelly's a piece of shit, but and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and defend him. Like, but he made great songs. Like, I don't care. Like, he's he's apparently like pretty fucking bad. Like, I, I don't even know how to describe him. Like, like the stuff that that was revealed in those six episodes was pretty. It's fucked up. It fucked up's not like fucked up's not even like justifiable. Like, it's it's. There should not be conversations that start with R. Kelly is a pedophile, but and there's that not, conversation should not happen anymore with anybody. Yes. And the conversation should also not include a justification that well, includes his music. And that's what I mean. Like, the just, <laughs> well, one, like, that, but that, that step in the name of love. R, R, like, R. No. Kelly is a, is a pedophile, but should never have be. And one, for the music. And two, to try to put someone else, like, I've seen plenty of arguments, uh, not arguments, because it's stupid. Plenty of people say shit like, uh, well, R. Kelly did this, but what about Harvey Weinstein? Who's actually fucking in court for this shit? And there's tons of fucking documentaries on Harvey Weinstein going back ages. Or what about Jay Z dating Beyonce when she's a certain age? Or Elvis had a fucking such and such. Uh, or like you, the the R. Kelly butt is so is that thing is so fucking stupid because I feel like you're trying to make you're trying to make R. Kelly's decisions not as bad because other people did it and especially bringing up white people and shit yeah and nobody loves to bring up white people more than me but yeah it's Even not still it's kind of like it's yeah, not yeah it's not nah. it's not an argument worth having no nah, not at all it's, it's not so like my official stance is that as a outsider looking in on on the music piece like no matter what he did his songs were hits he's a great singer 
and Ain't he no made me. great music and and nothing will change that. His music's not going to be any less great because of his horrible uh his horrible personal life. Well, we ain't fucking but, that nigga no more. Exactly. But you you can't you can't also be like I still fuck with him because of the music. Because then you're overlooking yeah. the fact that he's a piece of shit. And, and so I like, just wanted to make the distinction and, that I'm not overlooking he's a piece of shit. I'm just drawing a distinction between the fact that I'm not. It's it's a very very gray line because I'm not saying that like his like I'm 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 merging the man and the music. I'm saying that. The music doesn't change regardless because the music is the music. No matter who makes it, the music is the music. And that's not me saying that he's okay. It's me saying the music is okay. And even then, the music is still sketchy. But <laughs> the but the point is that you could still um, acknowledge that he had a very successful yeah. career as an artist. Yeah, absolutely. But he's a complete yeah. piece of shit, a, and you don't support him no a, more. He had a hell of a career. And um, I, I, I don't have a dog in the fight because I don't support the nigga no way. So it's like it don't matter to me. Man, but I, 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 I can acknowledge I, that like that I, motherfucker has had hits on hits on hits on hits. I haven't DJed a party in probably a good eight months. But now I got to start prefacing parties like, well, you know I ain't playing R. Kelly, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll play R. Kelly so much at fucking parties and shit. Even in the last year where I felt shitty about it, I played in like, man, I shouldn't do that shit. Just as a, a, just morally to myself, like, how am I playing this fuck ass nigga shit? So. Yeah, I, I wonder, like, I feel like the people have asked, like, how is this going to play out for him? Because it, it's similar to the Bill Cosby shit where it's like people knew about it, but nobody really acknowledged it. And then Hannibal Burris made the joke, and then the Bill Cosby shit went left. And I feel like this is the same situation. Like, everybody knew about R. Kelly. Nobody really said shit. Nobody really acknowledged it. And now this shit came out, and now it's it's ball game for him, dog. Like, he can't I, he can't recover from this, I don't I don't think. He, he's not going to recover from it. And, and, I don't think so. And I, it's just going to get far worse, and, and maybe the, the justice will finally, you know, come, come his way or whatever. Um but I think these were the same questions we were asking about where people were asking. Side when, note, they played they played a clip from him uh protest from him outside Little Caesars Arena in the last episode. That's dope. Cause I was that's one thing, man. Black folks would go to fucking R. Kelly concerts like a motherfucker, dude. And not the biggest controversy I've seen over the course of the past week was um women still supporting him. Yeah. I, and I, men too. I, I've seen a lot of But that the too. controversy is the women because, like, why as a woman would you still be? I mean, it's like a man is like, I mean, man, don't you got a sister? You got moms and shit like that. Women is like, you a woman. Yeah, it's that's like, you. That's you. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, you know, people are saying that, you know, their parents should have been watching them more. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, that's, that's. Did you see Master P's comments? Uh, I saw that he I made that. a comment, but I didn't see the something about my kids would have never been around him or some shit like. So that. Master P was like, "I blame the parents. They should have never had. The, they should have never let their kids go to him," which is a common argument. But then he also was like, uh, "I'm not going. I don't know what happened with him, so I'm not going to judge him. Like I can't judge him. Something like that. So I'm like, if you aren't going to judge him, how are you going to blame the parents? Because like." On one hand, essentially, you're saying that 
he might not be responsible because if you say like I'm not going to judge him, you may sound like he might be fine. But then if you're saying the parents shouldn't have put him around him, then that implies that that he did that something wrong. You're right, but you, but you so, don't want to say like I I applaud like the the most vocal uh, celebrity that I've seen uh, against uh, one of the more more vocal uh, um, celebs I've seen has been uh, John Legend, and he's pretty much like fuck that nigga. Um, and then they add, so at the beginning, you had a, a bunch of, well, before I say that, there were Dreamhampton, who's, uh, who's one of the main people who's uh, been was responsible for the docu, what do they call it, docu? Docu-series. Docu-series? Yeah. Docu-series. She, she did a post or article or something. Oh, Dreamhampton's a woman? Yes, she's a woman. Oh, I yeah. assumed it was a guy. From Detroit. Um, oh, really? Yep. Okay. Um, and she, they were saying that she had interviewed or wanted to interview a bunch of people, and a lot of people were declining. And so, uh, for the series, um, and Questlove was one of the people who declined. Mm-hmm. And so, someone tweeted him like, "Well, how could you, I'm so disappointed in you? How could you, you know, decline? You know, being a part of the series or whatever." So. He released uh, a comment, uh, uh, basically a whole Twitter like thread about it, talking about he declined. First, he said he totally feels that R. Kelly is a fucking scumbag, but he declined it because the part that they wanted him to be on was praising his music. Like you remember at the first, you know, the beginning. What? Like okay. you know, the beginning of the uh, like the first series when I watched. It was that whole like maybe the first half an hour of it was just talking about how good his music was. Mm-hmm. So you had random people talking about, and that was one of the parts that he would have been played in, huh. that he would have participated in. And he was like, he didn't want to participate in that because the part that he would have been in would have been about just talking about how good his music is and I shit saw like somebody that. Somebody shading Questlove for that for not participating. So that's interesting because they, because this is before the the, uh, the documentary came out, so oh. no one had seen shit. They all they saw was she. Uh, Dream had to said that there were people who didn't want to participate, and that he was one of the people. So that's all they saw, and so they basically uh, going off of well, why do you want to participate? And this is before the shit even came on. Oh, okay. And so when he said that, and it made it made more sense when you saw the beginning of it, and there's people just talking about him being a you know musical genius as a kid and wanting to do music right, right. and all the other stupid shit or whatever. Um, did you ever see the uh, the interview that uh, the Vince Staples did? Yeah, talking about I think yep. we played that one one time too. Um, it was so, the, it was the equivalent of the Hannibal Burris shit, basically. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Because so, when it, when that dropped, it, it had the same effect. Pretty much, so. it brought this shit back into the limelight. I don't even know who Vince Staples is, honestly. I know I know he rapper. makes rap. I think <laughs> makes he rap. Makes rap? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you sound like an I old fuck. Right, dog. I said that. I was like, man, that's like an old ass motherfucking grandpa. Yeah, he makes, he he makes, makes rap. He makes rap. <laughs> like, don't you with the little kids? What is wrong and with you? Me, like dog. shaking your cane. Like he makes rap. <laughs> he makes the hippity hop. Grandma Geritol. <laughs> man, what the fuck? What was I thinking about? I said that. I don't know. <laughs> he makes rap. What the fuck, dog? <laughs> I said my birthday's coming up, man. I'm, I'm old. Oh, I don't be thirty six. Thirty me? Yeah, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Man. I don't even remember what I did for my thirty seven. Like, shut up, dog. Like <laughs> it's no, like thirty seven was like ten years ago. Like I don't even remember what I did for thirty seven. No, I think my I, I think my last birthday's been the blur because I haven't really No, wait. 
I'll be 39 this year, 38. Last year I went to Seattle. I don't know what I did my previous one. I really can't. I have to look on Facebook or something. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Another thing, too, that kind of bothered me uh, is that there were – you. Our, this whole thing of R. Kelly has brought up a lot of weird-ass fucking hot takes and opinions and shit. But there was a, there's been a small group of people who are like, oh, so now y'all want to believe R. Kelly's a dirtbag. <laughs> and I'm like, look, we as a people failed a bunch of fucking girls over mm-hmm. the last how many fucking years. There's no way in hell he should have been in a relationship with Aaliyah. There's no way in hell his fucking manager for, should have forged documents to make Aaliyah 18 and marry him. All this, all this crazy shit. I don't and, know. And it was so many people that was around her, not just her parents, but so many people that was around Aaliyah, around R. Kelly, around the other shit that were pretty much enablers and not stopping him from doing shit. So as a whole, we as a society failed a lot of motherfuckers. Now, you have people that may have not believed the shit and and so forth. And you had a lot of people that said, man, that's fucked up, but no one really did shit about it. So to to make it seem like this, oh, now y'all want to, you know, support it. This is the reason this shit came out. So more people can actually, you know, be like, fuck that nigga. So I don't, I think that's a, a bullshit take. Uh, and, 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 you know, regarding regarding R. Kelly, like, this is the reason this docu docu series came out mm-hmm. was to make people a lot more aware of the shit and the you know you get testimonials from the girls and it's just like what the fuck and I only saw part one so I know it got far worse with yeah it you did. know with the other uh, ep- uh, episodes and so forth so and I'm just glad it's finally to a point I mean you would ever thought ten fifteen years ago that this would have been a lifetime series about this shit. You know, yeah. you, you, you know, you think about those like TV straight to video movies about certain shit and stuff like that. Like this is a nationally televised series about the title "Surviving R. Kelly," dog. Like just, <laughs> just like the the how that's that's big as fuck, man. So yeah, glad they're getting that that motherfucker out the paint. Yeah, I, I think that. Um I'm curious to see how this plays out. Like, is it going to play out the same way Cosby shit did, where, like, he's actually going to get hit with charges, or is it just going to be like, well... well I wonder... I wonder we're uh, just mad, and that's just it. Well, I wonder if it's going to be some situations where... Um, what is it called? Uh, Statue of Limitations. Yeah. Uh, things of that nature. Um, are you going to really get him on, like, kidnapping that he hoped? whole women be uh, you know against their will i mean well, you- the according to the the uh show these women are adults so they can't that you can't say that he kidnapped them that they're going on tv like yo we're just chilling with him like this is my guy like we're good that is crazy dude. and the parents are just like i haven't seen my daughter in three years and the daughter shows up on tmz like yeah i'm good i'm happy we're chilling it's all good, and it's yeah, it's they weird. Had, somebody did a tweet, and I don't know how true or not this is. It was a girl saying she threw her panties to R. Kelly. She tweeted it, 
And then someone tweeted, someone retweeted her like, and we ain't seen her since. And that was her <laughs> last fucking tweet. <laughs> oh, shit. And I was like, dog, what if she really got caught up with fucking R. Kelly and she locked in the basement tied to a water heater fucking, <laughs> you know, being some kind of sex slave or some crazy shit. But, Man, yeah. they said that they got, got house rooms in his house where they just got like a bed and a bucket and shit and they just piss the shit in the bucket like... Yeah, it's nuts. It's and I, nuts. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think people understand that, you know, you can have people who don't have the mental capacity to know that they're in harm's way and harm's danger and shit. And, you know, being, you know, brainwashed and all this stupid shit. You know, you got people probably say that would have never happened to me, but it happened to a lot of motherfuckers. A mm-hmm. lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. And he's never really publicly came out except you know he did that one interview with Torre years ago and that was when that famous clip of him saying do you like teenagers and he's like so when you say teenagers they played that so many times yeah and it's just like how did we let that slide back then <laughs> it should have cr- been big then it I feel like it was but it wasn't it like, wasn't I think, I think it's like people social, talked about it but they let it go I think social media <laughs> maybe social media wasn't as had the biggest influence then or something because now you can't say anything without you know social media seeing it and it just going crazy like there's a player I forget the basketball player uh it was some kind of altercation with two players and uh he was like um yeah I don't know what's up with him man he was acting gay and he had to apologize for saying that the player was acting gay (laughs) so people are I mean that's just one example you know something just going out of you know him saying some some crazy shit and having to apologize for it. So, but my motherfucker said, "So what do you mean? Like what age?" And that shit just kind of, it was like, "Oh man, he fucked." He said that, then it just kind of went under the radar. It did, and it went away. And I think a lot of shit has went under the radar and went away. Yeah, not think you. I know it did. Yeah, they played they played that clip so many times. Yeah, it's it's oh man. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how you got away with that. Fuck R. Kelly. Tori was like, basically, I served this nigga a fucking softball, fucking easily hit it out of the park question. <laughs> and he, and he, and he survived it, it dog. <laughs> like, like R. Kelly's so not surviving. R. Kelly, R. Kelly survived that like, shit. Yeah, here's an easy no. Just say no. Easy no. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, like, what? what <laughs> like, what do you mean by teenager? How do you define that? Like, man, how do he survive <sighs> that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. So, um, what are the other things I want to talk about? Um, uh, I had a couple of things, but they all kind of tie into the same uh, idea. Was um, we had uh, the fucking um, lumpy burlaps burlap sack of potatoes ass president that we got is out here. We got our fucking um. Uh, government shutdown for coming up on three weeks now, and <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> he went on TV last night and told like th- this is how I how I rationalized it is that Trump sat around and was like I've been saying X amount of lies, and I just realized that my lies really only hit my base and maybe like people who care about politics so let me go up in the oval office go on live tv on all stations 
so that everybody can hear my lies. Like this motherfucker went on TV and just lied for like <laughs> for like twenty minutes and just lied. His lies were like, so bad and blatant that I was watching Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> and Fox News were fact-checking him, saying his shit was fucked up afterwards. <laughs> you know it's bad when Fox News fact-checks the fucking <laughs> president. They're lying, dog. No, like, like I turned, because that was the first channel I've turned to, so it was on Fox. And so Fox News was playing it. And right after it went off, I forget the guy, I don't know the guy's name, came up, and he fact-checked everything. And he was like, he's wrong, he's wrong, he's wrong, he's wrong, <laughs> and he's wrong. Right after that, so I'm like, if Fox News is fucking fact checking this ass clown, like, dog, oh, how do you be so, so? So, and I, a question I wanted to ask you because you're uh, a lot more knowledgeable um, about a lot of this stuff is that so I've seen someone on Twitter say that Trump has been so vocal about this wall and things of that nature that Republicans haven't had to be really vocal about this. Because he does a lot of the talking about the shit. Like, have you heard from like a lot of Republicans about supporting the wall and, and supporting the shutdown? Other than like the mean Trump, obviously. But do you hear a lot of Republicans talk about that? No, I think that I think that the wall is something that he ran his platform on a lot when he was running, and that was like his big selling point to his base. And I think that his base that is very susceptible to everything that he says are kind of on board with the shit that he says. So so when he goes on national TV, he's not trying to sell it to his base because they're already on board. He's trying to sell it to people who aren't on board. And I think that a lot of people are look at the wall as like it's not really necessary, but they want to get that win for him because that was one of his biggest selling points. Mm -hmm. And that shit is not, it's not a viable, um, it's not a viable solution. And it's also not a viable, um, I guess, selling point for, uh, border security. So it's like, for me, I kind of entered, entered into it. Like, I don't really have too much knowledge on the current status of the ability of somebody to come across the border, I guess, like on foot across an area where there might not be like customs and shit like that. Right. So through the various political podcasts that I've listened to over the course of the past few weeks, uh, my understanding is that there's all where already something of a wall and then there's also a combination of like a wall plus uh like really shitty terrain so like if you if you look at the border is like texas arizona and california there's already kind of a wall there like a steel like not like a a wall wall like a concrete brick thing or whatever but like a a a wall that's like think of like big ass fucking sheet metal or something like that yeah. with fucking barbed wire or some shit I don't know but like there's something that exists and there's there, there's a part of it that's like the terrain is so uh, difficult to cross that the terrain itself uh, exists as as a deterrent and 
he's trying to sell the idea of a concrete fucking brick fucking uh, Game of Thrones wall because terrorists are coming across and they're just bringing, they're coming across and they're like raping people and killing people and, and, he, and he realized, he, bringing drugs he, and all and that kind of shit, right? He, you see that he only, he brought up like the only eight instances of fucking immigrants coming across fucking. Bro, listen, like I saw, so he, he brought up, he, he mentions his whole, his whole strategy is like stoking fear. Yeah. Right, so he'll bring up the handful of instances in which uh, something might have went left, right? But the White House has consistently um, uh, built a narrative where uh, people are coming across the border and committing all these crimes and shit like that, right? And they said that Sarah Sanders and the White House administration as a whole has basically been like, we we caught... I think they said the number was like nearly 4,000 people that they caught trying to come into the country who are known terrorists and they've caught them. And then like NBC News like fact checked it and said that the actual number was six. Not 6,000. Six. Six. Like one, two, three, four, five, six. Right. Not 4,000. Not 6,000. Six. So it's like he makes up stats to stoke fear in his base and people who may not be as in tune with what's going on in the world. Like these motherfuckers do and be not, like, oh shit, they, they, they they're have, just coming over here raping motherfuckers. They don't give a fuck about fucking facts or nothing. Like they, They're not giving a hell about fact checking or nothing. Not in the fact that most fucking immigrants that come over actually come over by air and not by fucking ground. That was the other point. Was that a lot of the uh, immigrants that come over that are undocumented are not people who like snuck across the border because we don't have a wall. These are people who came over um, like through customs or via like, you know, vehicle or via airplane. And they may have even actually had actual visas and they just stay here after the visas expire. So it's like it's not even like. They're just like criminals coming across the border, and then now they're just over here and like fucking shit up. It's like regular fucking people who come across, and they have visas, and they just stay here, and they extend out the visas, and the visas expire, and now they're still here. And they have um, people who come across and don't even like they're not criminals or nothing like that, but they just are here. And he just makes it sound like everybody who comes across is like some kind of like criminal or uh, Mexican gangbanger or any kind, all kind of shit to stoke fear. Like if we don't put up this wall, then Mexicans are gonna come across and like rape rape everybody. And and it's it's so crazy, dog. Like the stats show that like uh, undocumented immigrants are far less uh, crime prone than. The people who are actually already here. So it's like there's nothing really to support the need for a wall because the people who come across undocumented are people who come across through legal means, like through via their car, via airplane or whatever. And the others are getting caught. So so the Democrats are basically like, we can have something that's like, we can 
you know, if we want, we can add some shit that's like a, a more of a steady barrier, but we can have like uh, technology shit, you know, drones right. and all that kind of shit, and that would be far more effective. And he's just like, wall, wall, wall. Like I saw today that he met with uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, and he was like, so what are you willing to do? Uh, look, no, are you willing to give me the money for my wall? And Nancy Pelosi was like, no. And he was like, bye, and dipped. And then went on Twitter and was like, yeah, they didn't give me what I wanted, so I dipped out. And they were like, yeah, that's basically what happened. <laughs> like, he didn't talk. He didn't negotiate. We said, no, we're not going to give you $5 billion for this fucking wall. And he said, bye, and left. <laughs> like, they're basically saying that he's using this as a, basically as like a temper tantrum. Like, he's just like, I want what I want, and if you're not going to give me that, we're not going to talk. And that seems to be the place that we're at right now. And it's 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 ridiculous. I just wonder that why can't the border I mean I guess that's his his pawn of holding over us is that I don't get my wall so the government shut down. Which has nothing to do with the fucking wall, but you can restore the fucking uh shutdown. And still have these random ass talks about, but that's what he hold he's holding over for. Holding yes. Over. Yeah. yeah, he won't have, um, he won't restore the government unless they say, "Here's five billion for the wall," and that pretty much is where it stands. And he's not budging on that apparently, and the Democrats aren't budging on giving him five billion dollars for the wall, and we're just at a stalemate. And that just is what it is, and. There are, I think I heard last night that if it wasn't resolved by midnight last night, that there are federal employees that are furloughed or are working and not getting paid who are not going to get, not going to get their paychecks. So there are people who are now going to be SOL on their fucking loot because of him basically being like, you're not going to be my wall. I'm not going to fucking reopen the government. It's... I think there was one other quote I read where he said something like, um, if you're not going to be, if you're not, it was something like, let's talk about, like, let's negotiate kind of like they were like, let's talk about it or something. He was like, if you're not going to give me what I want, then we're not going to do it. Like, I think it was something like Chuck Schumer asked, like, what do you, what do you want us to do to, uh, to allow you to open back up the government? And he was like, if you're not going to give me the wall, we're not, nothing's going to happen. And he just dipped out. And I'm like, man, like there's also, there's a, a strong part of me that I understand that there are probably people out there who are really suffering from this shutdown. But there's also a part of me that's like, we need this, like, let it happen. Because I feel like this could be the end of him. Not the end of him, but, but like, I feel like he thinks that if I, don't stand fast on this wall. I'm going to lose my base. But I think that he is underestimating the fact that once, once the government shut down, now that people are going to start losing paychecks and shit, like once the government shutdown starts to really, really hit people, they're going to be like, I'm not getting paid because of this fucking wall that nobody cares about, but you like, I think he's underestimating that. So I mean, it's going to be, a real interesting situation over the course of the next mm, two weeks. 
it's going to be ugly. And I'm fine with it. Uh, I'm fine with it because, I mean, I probably wouldn't be fine with it if I was a government employee and I wasn't getting my loot, but um, I'm fine with it because I feel like this is going to be a situation where he's going to have to deal with the fact that it's going to come to light that he wants a wall that very few other people want, and he's a lot of people, and probably people who are in his base are going to suffer because of it, and they're probably not as big of fans of wall, big of fans of the wall as he is. So I mean, I, I think it's probably going to be a factor in his doom. I hope, but man, we can only hope. I mean, if, they go, if, if it's going to be good to come out of it, you know, I don't. I don't think you want, you know, no one wants all these people to not be able to, you know, earn fucking money and shit and get paid what they deserve. Especially you got people like TSA folks who can't even buy by contract. Some of them can't even strike because it's against their fucking against their contract. So they pretty much got to be at work and shit. Um, but, you know, if it's gonna be some good that comes out of it, I hope it happens at his demise. So I read the R the IRS is still going to pay out tax refunds. And I, I mean, obviously on a personal note, obviously I care about getting a tax refund, but I feel like if the shutdown affected tax refunds and the option was tax refund or border wall, he'd be fucked in the game. But yeah, well we owe like crazy last year. We're hoping to owe less this year. Um, I don't ain't you ain't getting shit back, so I ain't in no rush for that shit. But you know, for folks to you know, actually get money back, I know they want their shit. So, and then another thing that really bothered me too that I kind of want to talk about, and it hasn't really been as much in the news lately. It was heavy, heavy a few weeks ago, and I wonder. I, I heard that there's still um, uh, action being taken on it, but it hasn't really been public because of because of the fucking government shutdown but the whole thing with uh jamal khashoggi khashoggi yeah the uh so are you familiar with that the mm-hmm. he's american but he's a saudi journalist who got killed or whatever like that shit i i don't understand i don't understand how this has been allowed like the idea that an American journalist who just he's Saudi Arabian but he's American can go to the Saudi consulate and be killed and chopped up and they got fucking video not video audio of this motherfucker getting like chopped up and shit like that and because he was vocal against Saudi Arabia and the fact that Trump hasn't done anything about it because he wants to retain ties with Saudi Arabia, like that blows. I I don't understand. Like to me, this is one of the most mind-boggling aspects of all of the shit that he's done and gotten away with. Because like a lot of the shit that he's done and gotten away with, I feel like the average person isn't really cognizant of it. So it's like he can do fuck shit and kind of get away with it. But like the idea that a an American journalist can be killed and chopped up and he's just like, yeah, I'm not really going to hold nobody accountable because I kind of want to fuck with Saudi Arabia. Like, 
I, I don't understand. Like, that's really been fucking with me the past mm, week. Because I, I don't know. I heard something about him, and it, it triggered me. I was like, I haven't heard anything about this. And I think part of the problem with him is that he can have something really, really, really fucked up happen. And everybody will be up in arms about it. Like, how could this happen? And then he will, something else happen that's so, that's also fucked up. And people will forget about the other thing that was fucked up from last week. That's what I don't get. And I'm like. How do you forget so fast? And I don't even think it's really like forgetting, but it's like, it is, but it's like. Like, he still is, like, like nobody's being held accountable for that shit, as far as I could tell. Like, the, the podcast that I heard was that um, his killers are being, like, on, being held uh, are on trial for killing him and shit like that. But that the, the trial is, like, a farce. Like, it's not, like, legit. Like, it's, it's just, like, a show. And I'm, like, to me, as someone who is American and thinks about... Uh, like terrorism and people right. being held accountable for all that kind of shit. Like, for me, I think of like the idea of a an American journalist for I think he was for the Washington Post to get killed and chopped up in Saudi Arabia and have that shit just kind of like fly under the radar because of all the other fucked up shit he does. Like, like why 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 is not why is Saudi Arabia not being held accountable for that? Like, I think what's the name, uh, Ben Al Samin or some shit. I I don't I don't remember the fucking Crown Prince name, but like, like bro, like I I feel like a respectable president will be like, yo, you killed one of our jur- journalists, chopped him up, said you didn't do it. Our intelligence found out that you were behind it, and then just kind of like she just goes away because. Trump is doing other fucked up shit that is now in the limelight. Like, I, I'm I'm kind of sitting here right now in, in in January. Like, what are we gonna do about Jamal Khashoggi? Khashoggi? Like, why is he? Why is his death not being? Why is somebody not being made to pay for that? Like, I feel like somebody needs to pay for that. Like, that's not that's not cool. Like, well, I, and I try to. I've always been res- of the. I've we always don't have been, a respectful president, so yeah, we don't really go pop off from him. So I've I've always been of the of the uh, of the thought that like we should largely try to stay out of other countries' shit, but I don't understand why that has been allowed to fly. Like I feel like nothing's been done about that. And if you are Jamal Khashoggi's family, and you know what happened to him. I'd be sitting there like, why is this not a huge fucking deal? A huge fucking deal. Like, this should be some shit like, we're going to wipe Saudi Arabia off the face of the earth type shit. Like, and I, again, my, my knowledge of politics is better than the average person, but still, I think, fairly novice, unknowledgeable. But for me, as like somebody who... I fancy myself to be fairly knowledgeable, but not quite. Like, I don't understand why the Jamal Khashoggi shit is not a bigger deal. Like, that really fucks with me that this guy could go into the, uh, going the, going to the, I think it's like a Saudi Arabian consulate or whatever, on some like, 
business type shit I mean, and go in there and right get like mobbed up by like 12 niggas right. and get chopped up and killed. And Trump is just like, yeah, but we sell them niggas weapons, so I'm not really going to fuck with them. Like, what the fuck? Like, how is that cool? Like, like I, I don't understand why and he's not dead. And it's, it's, <laughs> just be honest. Like, I don't understand. Like, how is somebody killed uh, John F. Kennedy, but nobody's killed Donald like, Trump? Like, <laughs> I don't understand that shit, though. Like, why is he allowed to be? Why is he allowed to exist? I don't understand. I really don't. Like, he's to me, he's been either a factor or complicit in some of the most heinous shit that I've I've seen. As from a president in my lifetime, and he's it's it's always just talk like yeah he's shitty oh yeah this this stuff is fucked up oh yeah he's a shitty president like I feel like it's way beyond that like he's done shit or not not even done shit but he's allowed shit that is so heinous that I don't understand why he's not prosecuted I don't understand why nobody's trying to take him out like. I don't understand why he's allowed to just exist freely, allowing the shit that he's allowed. Like I, I mean, don't get I think it. Trump getting his getting the presidency, presidency. I think it really showed showed us how fucked up our country is. Yep. Like you know, we were you know high horsing it. You know, having Obama as president, and you know things went how they went, and. I I just knew that people were going to come out and show out, you know, to uh to not make him president. And the thing is, is that people did come out, but it was just the people on the other side came out that much fucking more. So it just shows how fucked it wasn't like the turnouts were super low and shit like that. Like, you know, black folks came out, you know, even white folks that came out. That voted against Trump, but it was so many more people that wanted fucking Trump president that came out, and I don't think people, I don't, I know I didn't really think that it was going to be that many people that really was uh, that against Hillary. Like I just didn't. It was just you know like that skit that uh, what was it Dave Chappelle did on Saturday Night Live about the oh, all yeah, sitting yeah. in the room, Chris Rock in it, yeah, Chris Rock, and yeah, they're all yeah. sitting in the apartment and shit. Yeah, I was. I, I felt the same way. Like this is not possible for this shit to happen. I will never forget for the rest of my life that night. Yeah, it's a fucked up that night. night. Like the the night of Obama winning and the night of Trump winning. Like I, I will never forget those two nights. Amazing, like amazing, like in the sense of like so impactful for this country and for me, like. Like, watching Obama win, like, I was a heavy Obama supporter, obviously, but, like, watching him win that night was one kind of feeling, and then watching Trump win that night was the opposite feeling. And it was, and, and it was like, there was still a part of me, like, we talked about it on the podcast, there was still a part of me that felt like he might win. And it happened, and I was still in awe, and I... Even like on a scale of one to ten, in awe of him winning, I would have put it at a ten on that night. And now, in retrospect of everything that's happened since, him winning was like a two compared to like the shit that's happened since. Like the shit that's happened since that he's been allowed to get away with 
is mind boggling. Like, like we I don't knew understand that, the shit you know, at we, all. We, we knew that having him as the president was going to be fucked up. I don't think we imagined how bad it was going no, to be. No, because on on the podcast, I said that we almost deserve him as a president because this country is so shitty. I was like, we we have almost earned this, and I felt like if I, I think I said like if he became president, it's almost what we get just for being like a shitty country and like yeah, all the shit we've done. Like this is what we get, and it's but, been but, way worse than I shit, ever though, thought it was going to be. Like this I, shit, man. Like I thought it was gonna be bad, and it's been way worse than I thought. Way worse, and I don't understand why this is allowed to continue. I really don't. I hope that I do think that that in 2020 he's up out of there. Like I I don't see and 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 this is me being uh, cognizant of the fact that he has supporters who are like. He has support. Well, all his supporters are fuck shit. But like, I understand that there are a lot of people who support him. But I think that the way this country is shifting right now with this like progressive movement and people like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and but she's fucking awesome. Dog. She's the shit, dog. Like when uh, when she came, when I went to, and we talked about this on the podcast too. When I, when I went to go see Abdul and she was there. I talked about it on the podcast after after that, and I was like, "Yo, she's dope, dog! Like, she's like a little fiery, like hype, you know, like cool little person, dog. Like, she's she's lit, dog. Like, I, I'm like, I fuck with her, and and to see her now, like now that she's actually uh, in the house, like it's clear that Republicans see her as a threat because they are circ- they are zeroing zeroing in on her heavy, like they are they." are providing shade to her left and right, like shitting on her left and right. And I know that's because they see her as a threat. And I like that. And I like the fact that the progressive movement is, is becoming more profound. And I think that when we get our, our, our list, I guess, of people who are going to be running for the democratic party in 2020, like, I feel like there's going to be some really, really, uh, mm, positive people that are going to be running, like people who are, they're going to be easy to get support behind. So I feel like he's going to be, he's probably going to be a part of here. It's kind of a weird, but like, I don't rule it out. It's it kind of a weird dynamic because he's one of those. It it may get to the point where the Democratic candidate doesn't even have to be that strong, but it's anybody but him. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I don't think that's the case. I feel like he has a whole lot of like subliminal supporters, like people who won't who won't rep him, but will still vote for him. Like so, I feel like he has his base, but then I also feel like he has people who fuck with him, but realize that he's a piece of shit, so they don't advertise it, and will still vote for him. Like I feel like Democrats have to put a strong candidate forward. Like it's not going to be like. Yo, here's a non-Trump person. Like, no, I think like they gotta put somebody lit. Like, it's gotta be somebody dope. And but I do feel like I do feel like once we have a a, a solid list of like here who here's the people to choose from, that there will be people eligible that are gonna be really really solid candidates. And I think that'll help. I sure the fuck hope so. 
Yeah, I, I, I think he's probably going to be up out of here. And I don't I don't subscribe to the idea that Bill Maher said that he thinks that Trump is going to find a way to stay in office, even if he's voted out, but he won't leave. And I'm like, I, I think that's fear-mongering. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, at the end of the day, though, that, that that's not how this country works. Like, you're not going to be like, yeah, I got voted out, but I'm going to stay president anyway. Like, this isn't fucking Germany during the Hitler era where it's just like you got a fucking uh what's the word for it uh I I have no idea why I'm blanking on this word right now uh fuck what's the word for like somebody who is like completely in charge of everything like you have a democracy dictator yes yes yeah, yeah. Thank I you. thought that was you. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm know. like, why am I blanking on this word? Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't. Th- I don't think that we're gonna be like, yeah. He's just a dictator. He's just gonna take over. Like, no. I don't think. I don't think that's feasible. And I think Bill Maher is probably fear mongering on some shit like that. But uh, he, if he loses, he's out of there. It's not like he's gonna lose, and people will be like, yeah, let's like support him and keep him in there. Like, no, he's out of there if he loses. I I don't buy that. He'll try probably, but. No, he's he's out of there. And I think that he, he, he will probably lose if we put forth a good candidate. But I know that for me, I'm going to be very, very, very vocal, probably more than I've ever been. I've I've been very vocal in the past. But, like, like if we get a good candidate, like, I'm going to push really, really hard, even more so than I did for Abdul here for governor, uh, to get – if we do send somebody up that's – a solid, uh, a solid candidate for president. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to support them probably more than I did for Obama. And I, I, I donated money to Obama's campaign. Like I was a heavy supporter and Obama ultimately disappointed me a little bit, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to push provided. I mean, I'm going to push regardless because whoever we send up going to be better than him. But like, I would like for the Democrats to send up somebody who is like a real, solid candidate. I hope that's how it plays out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna push for the most solid candidate Man, and I hope only it plays out fucking that way. hope. What was that? Yeah, we can only fucking hope. Yeah. We don't know. <clears throat> it's it's gonna largely depend on on the options and who gets the best backing when when it comes down to like funding and who can put out the most ads and all that kind of shit. But um I'd like to think that, by and large, if we have once once the once the field is narrowed down, so like if you have like say twenty people who are who put their hats in the race, and it narrows down to say six, like I'd like to think that once it gets narrowed down to that six, uh, one or two people are going to be head head and shoulders above the rest, and we can really really put support behind those two people. So. I'm 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 hopeful that that's how it's gonna play out. Um, how it's gonna play out when the actual election starts? I don't know because, like I said, I feel like there's a lot of like low key people who fuck with him and don't say it. But then when the polls happen and people start actually go out there and voting, it'd be like, yo, he's got way more people vote for him than we thought. Right? And it's them low key motherfuckers that <laughs> are gonna be the problem. Yeah. So we'll see. 
Um, well, we about we had two hours now, so I guess we can uh, wrap up. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't have anything else. Um, yeah, that's all I had. I I briefly, I had a note in here to talk about the Oscars because uh, Kevin Hart is not hosting and has not apologized for uh. For not apologizing. The shit that, yeah, <laughs> has not apologized for not apologizing. But, um, yeah, we don't, we don't really need to talk about that. It's not it's not important. Like, I, I don't really care who hosts the Oscars, honestly. Me neither. Uh, so, it's yeah. whatever. Like, the the idea of somebody apologizing for past, trans, past transgressions is something that I do want to talk about, but not now. So, maybe we can talk about that next week. But All right. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Well, uh, thanks Baylor for the uh, the emails. Uh, yeah. You can email us uh, what up podcast at gmail, or you can tweet us at uh, at what up podcast. Uh, other than that, we will catch y'all probably next week. Yeah, probably. And I'm uh, I will hit um, Baylor, Chaffee, and Sean. I'll hit y'all in the DMs with my cell number. We can get talking. Try to organize. Uh, Organize a nice meetup, but yeah. So I'll hit y'all up and that's it. All right, peace. Peace.